Hello and welcome to another episode of Listen Up. I am Mr. I. Please subscribe to the podcast so that you can see new episodes as soon as they are available. Now, the podcast is, of course, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much anywhere that you find podcasts. Now, today I would like to talk about a news story that I saw a few days ago. And it is actually a topic that I think about, not every day, but I think about it a lot. Now, let me start off and read you the headline of the news story, and then we can talk about what everything means and what the problem is. So, the headline, the news story, uh, the news story headline reads, 60% of animal cafes in Japan deal with species restricted by international law. And this is according to some research. So there are a few difficult words in that headline. So let's look at those first before we get into what this story is all about. So 60% of animal cafes in Japan. No problem there, right? Animal cafes, we know what that is. 60%, right? Japan, lots of animal cafes, and 60% of those cafes, that's what we're talking about. So more than half. Easy to understand, right? That part's easy. So 60% of animal cafes in Japan deal with. Now, in this case, deal with means it's not exactly the same, but have or own in this, in, in this case, this one special case. Um, so that's so 60% of animal cafes in Japan deal with species. Now, species means kind of animal. And restricted means limited or controlled. And so 60% of animal cafes in Japan deal with species restricted by international law, right? The rules of the world. The, and so basically what this um, headline is saying is that 60% of animal cafes in Japan have some kinds of animals that the laws of the world say they probably should not have, which is bad for several reasons. So let's talk about that. Now, just a very quick summary of the news story. Now, the research was using data from 2019, so a little bit old, you know, three, four years old. Not super, not brand new, but not, not too bad. And I'm sure it's still mostly the same now, here in 2023. Anyway, according to this research, in this study, in this in the news story here, there were 137 animal cafes in Japan with 3,793 animals from 417 species. And so that means there were, you know, the species, things like owls, um, rabbits, 
um, cats, dogs, hedgehogs. I'm not, I'm not sure if cats were in this research, but that's not important for the story. Um, but yeah, there are 419 different types of animals. And of course, there were probably a lot of some certain types of animals. Um, I guess, you know, probably lots of, probably lots of rabbits. Um, according to the news story, there were also lots of hedgehogs, which is harinezumi in, in English, um, sorry, in Japanese, um, and owls. There were lots of owls, apparently, as well. Lots of birds, in fact. Um, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. But yeah, there, there were lots of those, you know, probably lots and lots of rabbits, lots and lots of owls. So 419 species, different kinds, but total number, almost 4,000 animals. Now, um, yeah, so 419 species, and from that 419, 53 species found at these cafes were animals that it is not okay to buy and sell. Now, maybe there were okay ways that these restaurants, these cafes got the animals, but it's hard to know, but... You can't buy these animals. How do these cafes get? Again, that's not our main point. We're not talking about that, but these are animals you shouldn't buy and sell. Now, why are these species protected? Why can't you just go and buy and sell these animals? Well, it is to protect both the animal and the customers. Wait, 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 what, what, what do you mean? Protect the customers? Well, you know, are you saying these are dangerous animals that will, you know, maybe bite the customers like a, like an alligator, like a crocodile? I mean, I suppose there might be a few animals in cafes that, you know, maybe would do that, but that is not the main problem. It's really a question of diseases. These are animals that are not normally, you know, the animals that people get close to on a regular, normal, you know, everyday kind of thing. And these animals, maybe they have some viruses, they have some bacteria that people, that humans, just don't normally get close to. And that maybe could cause some diseases that are not normal. You know, not the kind of, not, not just your normal influenza, not your normal cold, but things like SARS, right? Things like, like COVID, like, you know, coronavirus. SARS and coronavirus probably both came from animals. And not cats and not dogs. So being close to these animals, probably okay, but maybe not, right? We have to be careful. It's, it's actually better for people not to be in close contact with a lot of these animals because we just don't know. So that's the danger to the customers, to the people, but... The bigger danger is for 
the animals, right? Some of these animals that were found in these cafes were endangered species, right? And that means endangered species means a kind of animal that there are very small numbers of left in the world, right? Taking these animals out of their homes means they they cannot reproduce. They cannot make more baby versions of themselves. And these animals really should be in their home environment with other animals of their species so they can make more babies. So these animals can maybe increase their population. So there are more of them in the world, and so we don't lose them as the world. And in a lot of cases, in most cases, actually, it is completely illegal to buy and sell endangered species, right? Buying and selling these animals these endangered animals that there's only a few of in the world, it makes it seem like there are people, usually in rich countries, and Japan is a rich country, lots of money in Japan compared to most of the world. So buying and selling, right? Cafes want animals, these rare animals, and so someone has to buy them from where they're from. And that maybe will make people in those places think this is an easy way to make money. We can take these rare animals and sell them to rich people in other countries. And that takes these rare animals away from their homes, right? Just because some rich country like Japan wants to see them for fun which is a huge problem, right? These animals need to be protected. They are not a toy. They're not just something for fun. They should be protected. But even if these animals are not endangered animals, even if there are lots of them left in the world, I think there are a lot of animals that really should not be in animal cafes, you know, to be perfectly honest. Now, according to this article, this this news story I read, the most common animals in these cafes were birds, especially owls. And every time I see an owl or some other, especially a big bird, Small birds, I still feel this way a little bit, but especially for big birds, like owls, like hawks, things like that. I feel, I feel sad. I, I feel very sad, to be honest. Um, sometimes I see them in pet stores. Sometimes when I walk by an animal cafe, because there's one in, there's an animal cafe at the Eon shopping mall in Rifu. I walk by the animal cafe 
in Rifu. I feel sad because I see owls and they have straps around their legs, right? These are birds that want to fly. They need space to move around, to find food. But in a cafe, they can't. They can't fly around. They're stuck. Like they said, they have straps around their legs. They can only move maybe one meter. And that is not how wild animals are supposed to live. I think it is very different for animals that have been domesticated. Now, domesticated means trained to live or work with humans. So dogs, cats, uh, a lot of rabbit species, species uh, types of rabbits have been domesticated, right? They are pets. Um, most horses and cows are also domesticated, right? They work with us on farms. They help us plow. They help carry people. They give us milk. You know, they are domesticated. They work with humans. These animals are very different from exotic pets. Exotic pets are not domesticated. They are wild animals. They should not be in a cafe. Right? I think it's very different for, um, you know, cat cafes, right? And there are some dog cafes and a few rabbit cafes. These are domestic animals. These are normal, just ordinary pets. They are comfortable being around people. They are comfortable in the area, you know, in the space of a cat cafe, of a dog cafe. That's enough space for them to be happy. These are animals that have lived with humans for a very, very long time. And like I say, in a cafe or in your house, they have enough room. We can we know how to make them happy and they're not going to act wild. But exotic animal cafes are something that I personally will never support. I am sure that many, I mean probably even most of the owners of the workers at these animal cafes that have exotic animals, like fennec foxes, like uh, like I say, owls, I'm sure they are doing their best to take very good care of the animals, but I do not think that it is possible for us in an environment like that to give these exotic animals everything they need. Because often it's in a cafe in a place like a shopping mall. That's not enough space. We cannot make these animals happy. These are just my thoughts. If you feel differently, that's okay. But I hope I gave you something to think about today. 
And that is where I will end it for today. If you have any requests or ideas for podcasts, you can always find the request form over on the website, which is bit.ly slash l-u-w-m-i. You can also find uh, links to all of the episodes there. You can find listening guides, listening quizzes on the website. There's also a link to the Twitter. If you want to go straight to the Twitter, um, it is at listen up with Mr. I. Follow on Twitter and you can learn little history facts every single day. And of course, you can always send me episode ideas on Twitter as well. And that is all for today. I am Mr. I, and I will see you next time.